discuss and break down horror movies not horror films except for today we're doing one film actually yeah we are doing one film and it's a horror film and a horror film as well the film is in the word or in the title so mm-hmm. gosh i guess we're gonna have to use the word films yeah. yeah man so we pumped out a few episodes lately, but this is no joke. The first time in what three, four months that we've recorded. It's been a few months. We've had some trials in there, some arrests and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I can make fun of you for that. And you can make fun of me for for my little oopsie. Yeah, yeah. someone's uh, someone almost burnt down our studio. Yep. <laughs> you know, it was all it was all uh, a scheme to get everything all brand new build so we should specify here boss tuna's gay rage go rage was on fire and he didn't even notice Mm -hmm. first time you told me that i was like oh my god please tell me the kids the kids were fast enough to get the Recording equipment out of the garage before yeah. it burned down. Yeah. You got the recording equipment out first. And then That's what I was worried about. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, yeah, you're... This book... The place we're recording right now almost burned down. Mm-hmm. What was but that, I guys? put it out. I put it out, though. I'm, I'm, you left a doobie burning or I'm something a, in the ashtray? Yeah, yeah, right. I'm a, I'm a part-time firefighter, I guess, too. But, uh... Good news is that it was only some minor exterior damage, and everything will be, uh, it's already backed up to normal. I mean, it's, it looked like shit before, but it still looks like shit, so it's all good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll see it. So, I kid. Well, golly. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I mean, if we could ramble on for a long time from what's changed from here and then. I mean, besides the fact that we are now calling uh, him Degenerate Darius, not Drunk Darius. Uh, that's about the only Legally, thing. we have to. No, that's what my lawyer says. Yeah, Degenerate Darius. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's introduce this episode number 21, where we are going to cover Eraserhead and a Serbian film. It's going to get dark. Uh, maybe crack a weird. beer or five. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to talk about. I feel like I might go to jail just even saying the stuff that happens in the Serbian film. Right. 
So a little housekeeping here. Uh, if this is your first episode, welcome. Uh, but shame on you for not listening to the first one first. But it, I know how it goes. I kind of hop in and out of some shows as well, too. So here at the Drunk Darius in Boss Tuna, Joe Blow Horror Show, what we do is, is we pick one older, one newer movie, and we discuss them. The older movie is 94 and newer. The newer movie is 95, or no, 94 and older. And the newer movie is 95 and newer. Newer. We break them down scene by scene, give you guys a little uh, what's going on and a little analysis, and we try not to get too deep into it just because we're a couple of Joe Blows, but we'll talk about our ideas of symbolism, metaphors, meanings, all that kind of stuff as well. We do like to throw in a segment each week, a unique segment that we have, and then a discussion topic. And if you listen through to the end, we always will explain what we're doing the next episode so you can prepare yourself. So if you hear a movie that you think you might be interested in, we'll give you guys a, a, a week or two to watch it before it records so you can follow along. Or if you don't care about spoilers, go for it. But we do spoilers on every episode, so we don't give a spoiler disclaimer because it's all spoiler. Right. We assume you already seen it. Unless it's the shotgun reviews, and, and then we don't get into the 2019s or the current current too much. Right. So, But as I said, we are talking about Eraserhead tonight and a Serbian film. And I was telling Drunk Darius, I was like, man, I am both really excited but really terrified to talk about a Serbian film. Like, I might have to go shower afterwards and, you know, go watch, you know, like Food Network or something, just way opposite end of that spectrum. Both of these movies are going to be hard for me to explain because one, I have no idea what the fuck is going on, and the other one, I don't want to explain what the fuck is going on. Well, it would be worse and weirder if you didn't, so I think when we get into a Serbian film, you're just going to have to be blunt and... This is what happens, and this is what's going on, and... Excuse me for my language, how... <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we'll man. get into that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, so... I didn't do this. It, people this, in the yeah, this was my it. this was my movie. Oh, man. Anyways, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. The discussion topic, which we'll get into shortly, is the top five most horrific universes that you do not or would not want to live in or be a part of, so... Right. The segment is Zombie Gem of the Week, featuring the movie Severed from, I believe it was 07, right? 05? I don't know. Uh, seemed, we'll get, we'll get into like that. About that. Um, and we're going to touch base with the end of the beer in a minute, because we're going to finish up our uh, pregame, our pregames before we get into the specialties. We get so. some Bush lattes. Yep, you're drinking a Bush. Hey, another little bit of... Um, Game Day and Ames? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, God. You, you guys are so excited about that. Yeah, college I'll be in Colorado. Yeah, typical. Sounds about right. Fuck. Um, no, but also to... Um, college Game Day, Ames, Iowa. Yes, what? next week. Yeah. What? So when you guys hear this, it'll be about four months ago. <laughs> the way it already happened. happened. I was state one in a field goal, and over time, I call it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta be some. That would gotta be great. Um, no, another little bit. Oh, there's Crazy Ralph right there. I told you. We're this this week. We're watching uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Cause I don't remember which one. I think the last last part time two. we watched Jason X. 
have no idea what I did. Yeah, you don't even know what you ate for breakfast this morning. So I didn't. But eat uh, no, a little bit, a little bit more housekeeping. Um, I again have taken over our Twitter sphere, Twitter world, and I uh, post every day. I'll post something up there, share news or update. <gasps> Excuse me. So make sure you check that out if you haven't already. Actually, I know most of you haven't because we don't have a lot of followers, and I don't really know what I'm doing. I will tweet updates and I'll retweet stuff and yeah, I, I, other than that, that's, yeah, you get what you get. But the Facebook page is, is hopping, so come on there, follow along and you know, we're always looking to get some input from listeners as far as questions or whatever. So anyways, Mr. Degenerate Darius, do you have anything before we hop into uh, our next segment? Have you ever felt like you're uh, mentally challenged? No one ever told you? No. Okay, me either. I was just checking. Okay, That's very, all I got. very good. Hey. Okay. Next hey, up, guys. You would tell me, though, right? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Onward. Onward. Hey, guys. Horror happenings. Horror happenings this is the joe blow horse show exclusive Okay, so let's get into, I'll do, uh, I don't know how many you got, but I'll get into what I got. So Adam Wingard, uh, everyone should know him. He's a up-and-coming, pretty good director. And this is coming right off the heels of our uh, previous episode we did, Event Horizon. So Adam Wingard is directing uh, the new Event Horizon series. Uh, it's, it's, it's coming out on Amazon. And it's going to be awesome. So it's it's like an episodic. Is it follow the same storyline? I don't know. I don't know. So this this is actually like fairly old news, but I don't think there's been anything really updated on it. Uh, but hey, if Adam Wingard's behind it, um, and it's anything about Event Horizon, and it's going to be a series for for Amazon, um, it's going to be pretty good. So okay, cool. Good news out of you, Boss Tuna. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our favorite killer, Robert England, visited a dying child for the Make-A-Wish project in hospital. That's pretty cool. And they had some cool pictures with it. The little kids dressed up as Freddy Krueger. I mean, it's sad, but it's also... Right. People from the horror community get a bad rap because everyone's like scared of them or whatever. But yeah. we're all good people. I mean, besides you, the rest of us are right. pretty good people. I agree. Yeah. You know, and it's not like Robert England's got a lot going on these days, so I'm That's glad he could true. fit it into a schedule. I'm sure he's getting paid residuals Probably. or whatever. Yeah. Probably. So speaking of uh, reboots and shows and blah blah blah, James Wan is producing the new "I Know What You Did Last Summer." 
uh, series. So is it a series? Series, yeah. Yep, it's going to be a series. I don't know what it's on, um, oh, but man. it's going to be. You know, it's going to be good. James Wan is one of those people where. Which he did uh, the Conjuring, right? Oh uh, yeah, yep. In the yeah. original, like you know, the 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 mind behind Saw and right, right, with, with yeah. um, the Aussie. He's one of those guys that never wanted to be a horror director and became one of the best mm-hmm. horror directors. Yes, yeah, so that that'll be uh, exciting. And while we're on the James Wan um, uh, topic here, the I'm not sure if you guys have been following, but Mortal Kombat, the previous movies, I, I don't know, they 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 weren't very good. Um, but he's producing the uh, Mortal Kombat reboot, so they've already casted most of the people in there. Not any real big actors or actresses. I mean, I recognize a couple of them, like Shane Soong. Um, but, you know, obviously most of them are going to be uh, Asian. And then there's, like, Sonya Blade. and and um, Ooh, Who are they casting as Sonya Blade? She's a dimey dime. I don't of know course. who she is, but she looks pretty good. Good. Uh, and then uh, Luke, or not, it's not Luke Cage. Um, Luke Kane, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Yeah, Johnny Cage is, is being cast. I don't really know him. Hollywood. So. But, you know, James Wan is busy, and, and he's, you know, dipping his toes into the, the TV, or or I shouldn't say TV, because I doubt these will be on TV. They're probably going to be, like, Netflix that's or Amazon right. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so. that's where everything's going. Where it needs to, too, because then you can get R-rated stuff. You don't have to fuck around with that PG-13 bullshit. Right. And, you know, I mean, we're, we're talking horror movies here, not, you know, fucking Lifetime dramas. So let's keep that shit rated R. Anyways, you got anything else? Uh, sequel to the worst horror movie ever is coming out. It's called Doctor Sleep. Oh, I knew you're. Yep. It's a sequel to uh, <laughs> The Shining, which it's based off the book by Stephen King, which mm-hmm. R.I.P. Stephen King. Uh, <laughs> are you still alive? No. <laughs> No, <laughs> you wouldn't know it by the work he's been putting out, but yeah, he's still kicking. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're they're making a sequel to the movie. I don't know who's directing it. I don't do the research. That's your job, but you and McGregor's in it, so that is exciting. Oh, okay, okay, I like him. Yeah, yeah. Until I got choked out by Khabib, that was kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the same guy. Oh, there's more than one guy with the last name McGregor. I there's probably a whole a whole island of them up there. Okay, all right. So onward, onward and onward. Um, there's a new one coming out. I okay. So first off, the movie is called Gretel and Hansel, not to be confused with Hansel and Gretel. Have you seen that one with uh, the dude from The probably Avengers? A long time Jimmy ago. Renner. It's okay. Probably. It's more of an action movie. But a lot of people don't realize these um, fairy tales were extremely dark back in the day. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think we might have talked about this before, but, you know, like, you know, the London bridges falling down. (laughs) It's not a fun game that you dance and sing to as kids. It was about, you know, the 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 bombings. The No, the bombings and the bridges uh, collapsing. Ring Around the Rosie, that song is about the the Black black Plague. Yeah. Bubonic plague, but also a lot of those, um, um, a lot of those, you know, stories too. Like you know, Little Red Riding Hood. It's about a fucking wolf that eats her grandma and is coming to eat her. 
you know, three little pigs. It's about a wolf that's eating pigs and, I mean, you know, hands like that also. I eat pigs all the time. So. Right. But these have a lot more. I mean, it's just ironic that this is dark they're all children. Yeah. yeah, they're all children's stories, but they've got extremely dark. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'll, I'll check it out. Anything, you know, whatever. So uh, do you have anything else? Or? Uh, well, Walt Disney was a Nazi. Uh, yeah, I have <laughs> one more to, to do another Black Christmas remake. Yep. Do not watch the trailer. I, on the horror sites I visit, I heard that. I know you, what? You would, I don't know. I don't, don't watch trailers, okay. but I've heard people complaining Do about not it. They don't watch, ruin it. Because there's kind of a twist. would be, be awesome, but they show it right in the fucking trailer. Like Halloween last uh, year, I loved the movie. They gave a big scene away. And why do you do this to yourself? Why do you still watch trailers? Because I get like, excited. I want to you know, see it. Dude. But you should just get excited just seeing that there's a movie coming out. Do you know how many, like, in the last, like, week or whatever, when this Black Christmas trailer comes out, how many people are complaining about the trailer? Yeah. Or re- Drunk Darius and I recently watched uh, Pet Cemetery and that in the trailer, I mean, spoiler alert, I'm not going to say it, but the trailer basically shows who dies kind of thing. Right. So a lot of people are pissed at that. And I'm like, that's your own fucking problem. Like if you watch trailers, you're putting yourself in that position. So I thought it was going to be boobs, no boobs yet. Nope. Not yet. I'll let you know. Um, but that's all I got. Okay. So I've got a few other things here. Uh, it chapter two obviously is out and it's getting some pretty decent reviews. Um, I think in the horror community, it's getting a lot better reviews than, you know, in that, that kind of, goes for most movies, I guess, but it's getting a lot better reviews than um, critics. standard critics and just regular people. Did you see that new Chappelle? Uh-uh. Uh, Chappelle had a new stand-up show come out on Netflix. Critics gave it like a negative 20-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And they allowed users to vote on it and got a 99%. I was going to say, Chappelle is hilarious. Because so. he's just, like, politically incorrect. Yeah. So, like, you say, faggot, I can't even say it, but he says it real hard on it. Yeah. So all the critics are like, oh, don't watch it. Everyone's like... It's comedy. Learn some nuance. Like, he's not... Yeah. Uh, I don't it's, know. Yeah. No, I hear Don't you. listen to critics. Um... I think I have two more, and they both are kind of... I don't know, I've got three more, but uh, two of them are video game related, kind of. So the, we talked about this one a little bit before, but um, Venom, I saw that movie last year. I liked it. It was, it was pretty decent. Andy Circus is directing the next one, which I'm a little worried about because he doesn't have much under his belt for directing. He's Gollum. Yep, he's Gollum um, and, uh, you know, Caesar or whatever, and Planet of the Apes and... Whatever. I mean, it's not like he's not direct anything, but it's kind of a bold move for a movie like this that's supposed to be a big uh, studio-type movie. So we'll see how that turns out. Whether If I had to guess, it's probably going to be less horror even than the last one was, and the last one was even fringe, fringe. I don't think I ever saw it. But I know they split. I have the DVD. They split with Disney. Like, Sony gets the Spider-Man rights. Yeah. So the last two things I have, the the first one I typically wouldn't really mention, um, but it's it's too good not to. Uh, there's a video game out called Maneater. 
So the only thing that sucks is it's only on PC. I don't do any PC gaming, but you literally are a shark, and the whole game is is you're supposed to go and like eat people. Like you can not only eat them, but you can just like tear off an arm and let them live or tear Sign off. Sign me up, <laughs> dude! It looks hilarious. I was watching some of the game footage or whatever, and I was like, "Oh God, this would be great." So I mean, I have a uh, a laptop and Apple, but I don't know if I want to fuck around and. Would be even better if like. There's other people that are the humans. And you need to go there there could to be. I mean, friends. it's pretty rare that there's a game that's put out that is not like multiplayer online, especially a PC one. So there might be something like that. I think that th- the way that I took it is, is it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto, where if you eat enough people, you're going to get hunted and fished. So it's kind of like how many people can you fucking yeah. munch on before you get caught? But it looked it looked great. It looked hilarious. Brutal. Uh, gory. So I'm like, man, that would be fun. That's right up your alley. You love fucked up shit. <laughs> you know, I kind of do. Kind of do. Really do, dude. Um, okay, so the last thing I have is an article I read on IGN. Um, it's eight horror movies that should be video games, and I will say that this is like a list that is so generic. You'd think you just pull some random person off the street and they just name the only fucking horror movies I've ever heard of. But the uh, eight that it listed were It, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, A Quiet Place, Night of the Living Dead, Maximum Overdrive, and The Shining. So I think uh, some of those games, it would be kind of difficult, but some of them, it could be good. Like you could do, I, I could see, you know, for the most part, I think the only one that would be like an action game would be like a quiet place. That's exactly what I was thinking. But again, that one could be the most survival horror one too, where like you have to go and do missions and yeah. do this and that, and you can't make any sounds and all that kind of stuff. But otherwise, I mean, you know, maybe Night of the Living Dead, but that isn't an action movie either. So right. I think most of these would be like atmospheric. Um, How are you going to do the survival? Movie? Don't let your dad kill you. I could see, when I was thinking about it, so if you've played these games, you know what I'm talking about, but uh, Heavy Rain, if you've ever played that. I have played Heavy Rain. Yeah, so I could see like The Shining being something like a Heavy Rain kind of thing. Or what's the other one that's like that? It's like... uh, From Beyond or something? L.A. Noir? No. No. Yeah, there's, there's another one that's like that too. Heavy Rain and... Oh, Mirror. It's something Mirror, isn't it? I don't know. Black Mirror? No. Black Mirror. But, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, most of those have been games at some point, but that was, like, back in Atari and, like, regular Super Nintendo, so. But, no, that's all I got for horror happenings, unless you have uh, anything else. Well, no. Well, I was... There might be a Friday the 13th reboot coming out with one of the main actresses that got murdered in one of the scenes, but I can't confirm or deny any of it, so I'm not even going to say yeah. anything about it, but I'm going to leave it in the episode. So when it does come out, it's like, right. drunk, de- degenerate, degenerate Darius, Darius called it. Called it. <laughs> um, you know, that's the thing, too, is, is like there's always, always a fucking Friday the 13th movie right being made I mean I like the 2009 one I do too I do too I think the biggest thing is is you get a lot of these people that are um, 
you know, they're they're you know fanboys. Yeah, yeah, kind of snooty. So who gives a shit? Anything else before we get into the discussion? No, this is the end of horror happenings. Okay, so it is time for the discussion topic. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Which Mr. Drunk Darius, formerly known as Drunk Darius. Yeah, I was say. Degenerate Darius, <laughs> formerly known as Drunk Darius. Dirty uh, Darius in the next Jonas. episode. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you fucking degenerate. What do we got? Uh, top five horror universes you would not want to be in. Excluding a Serbian film. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, fuck that <laughs> fucking movie. No one should ever watch that movie. You should be burned. Stop it. Okay, well, I'll give you uh, the honors. Okay, so this isn't... And speaking of honors, that just reminded me. When we crack open our, our specialty beer... Don't come in there, come honors, is that what you're saying? Son of a bitch. You just fucking ruined my cheer. Oh, sorry. Or whatever that's called. Go on. Yeah. You toast. My toast, yeah. Fuck it, we're still going to toast it. I'm going to teach you guys a toast. And I apologize because it's super misogynistic, but I don't care. I don't mean anything by it. Anyways, sorry. Go ahead. Wow, that was Mr. Drunk Darius. Okay. Seven foot tall with six foot long arms and couldn't make it into a garbage can four feet away from him. Three foot five with a ten foot dick. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, so right, this is not me. rated in any... No ranking system here. Like just five of them. Oh, I did mine in top five. Okay, well I'm gonna start with top five most horrific universes that you would want to live in or wouldn't want to live in. All right, I'm gonna go with It Follows as my first one because you have no Mm -hmm. idea. Boss Tuna could be out to kill me right now. I mean, he walks slow. I didn't even think of that. That would have been on my list had. But you have no him. idea who's who, who's out there to kill you. It could be your mom, you know. Yeah. Well, but the thing too is 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 oh, I suppose you wouldn't know if you're banging someone that's got that. You don't know. But you think they could be giving it to you. Yeah, I was gonna say if you. Well, sh- I mean, I'm married, so I don't have to worry about that. I mean, unless you know, I don't know what my wife does these days. But. Oh come on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that is a, that's a, I need to watch that one again because I saw that one. That was that 2014. 15. 15, yeah, I saw it when it first, first came out, and I haven't seen it since, and yeah, that's that's a phenomenal movie. But yeah, I remember just being absolutely terrified, because I was not the... You just don't know college, who, who's the bad right. guy, you don't know who it is. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was, yeah, in college I wasn't the, you know, the most straight and narrow, so I was like thinking, oh man, I could have been in some trouble. But yeah, like you said, you have no idea. That explains the gangrene on your face. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, too, is like, you know, you pass it on, but there's always that chance that it because it could come back, too. Exactly. You know, it could come back. So it doesn't matter how many people are ahead of you. How many people died before you, then it's coming back to you. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Kind of puts my number five to shame. But uh, number five for me is The Descent. Um, So the biggest, I, I was 
Well, shit, I had plenty of time to think about this one um, because it's been so long since we recorded, but I tried not to, with the type of movies I have, and I wouldn't call it my personality, but um, quick side story, Every you know, people have heard me talk about... Yeah, I'm my surprised f- they haven't been killed yet with your personality. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, with, with, um, you know, the type of movies that I'm into, obviously zombie end of the world movies, but I've got like some weird unhealthy fascination with that. So like, even like TV shows, I love watching, you know, old shows like doomsday preppers and that kind of stuff. But so I, it was hard for me to not pick just all zombie movies or all like, you know, end of the world stuff. Um, but one you would that, have loved that shit. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, but I didn't. I mean, there was people praying for a zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Just because I would. You've been waiting to shoot me in the face since I met you. <laughs> Wait, are you bit? Let me see what your arm looks like. Right <laughs> but no, my number five, um, stepping outside of that realm, is the descent. Because um, you talked about universes, so I was thinking like in general. Because it'd be real easy to pick something like. Um, you know, Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street, but right that you would that would you'd have to put yourself you have to in a be small in a specific box. area. Yeah. yeah. So I chose the descent in thinking that I would be a part of this group where they're going tunneling and caving, which I would fucking never do because yeah. I am not claustrophobic. But you would not see, you know, I'm six four, two hundred and fifty pounds. You will not see me squeezing my ass in fucking tight spaces. Um, you know. No way, man. No the same way. Do you way. think that's the thing about big people like us? Like, I hate small spaces. I mean, there's there's a big part of me that likes small spaces, but I think we're talking about different things. Dude, come on, man. <laughs> but save it for the Serbian film. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Then I would just feel weird busting out <laughs> one-liners uh, talking about that one. But um. So, yeah, The Descent, you know, not only is that a great movie, but I think the way it was done made it so it was just terrifying watching it, being caught in those tights. I mean, you could do a very, very good movie alone on an expedition, tunneling expedition, caving, but then you throw in those fucking monsters and it's like, oh yeah, fucking get me out of there. I was so. asking my niece what movies... Our horror movies would be good for this. And one she said was As Above, As Below, or whatever. As Above, So Below. Which is yep. exactly like the descent. Yep. Not exactly, but you know, no, underground. It's, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. For sure. That's funny that you say so, that. Yep. What's that Ryan Reynolds one where Very. Yeah. That one. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah. Mm. I see where you're coming from. Yep. Okay. I was going to say, it's too easy to pick like Cabin in the Woods and these ones. So I was trying to get a little creative here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Next one I have is Exorcism slash Paranormal Activity. It's where it just... Most Way of mine, to just fucking leave it wide open. Oh, most of mine are just like a <laughs> loss. You have no control of what happens. Right. You, you don't decide. So, like, you could just get taken over by a demon or someone in your family get taken over by a demon... And especially, like, the exorcism, they go after the most innocent people. So no matter how good you are... So I'd be good, then. That's that's how you get... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, both of us. Well, you're good. Me, not so much, because I'm a saint. So, like... Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. 
I think it is, it is terrifying just to think about. I was trying to think of, because I was, I guess I was trying to think of specific movies, but I was trying to think of a specific movie in a case like that, because that would be, you know, things beyond your control would be the most terrifying. Right. That's what, you know. Exactly. But, so, yeah, and you'll probably see a theme with mine here. So. Yeah, all of mine are exactly like that. Like, yeah. Not exactly, but like a little bit like that. Oh, it's my favorite part right here. All right, go on. Yep. Keep yeah. talking. We did just talk, we did just watch this movie because it has, there's no question, it's got the hottest chick in all of the Friday um, movies in it, so. Burn your bras. Yeah, right. pretty much. Okay, so number four for me, some people are going to laugh at this, but I'm looking at this in a bigger picture. So I wrote Doom. So obviously the Doom movie is not very good. I mean, it's like Carl Urban and um, The Rock. The Rock. Not a very good movie, but when you think about it, as far as with video games and the movie and just the story in general, it's pretty fucking terrifying because they basically rip open a wormhole between hell um, and, you know, at the, at, at, well, between hell and Mars or hell and Earth. So that would be pretty fucking terrifying because it's, it's your, it's like your nightmares are coming true. Yeah. You know, it's like it's, Dante's Inferno or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So pretty, pretty terrifying when you think about the, um, the fact that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> but no, it's pretty terrifying when you think about the, you know, the premise. Yeah, the whole the whole yeah. premise, the whole story behind it. I mean, you know, especially when you think about the movie too. It's just like a I can't small say, group I've of seen, people. I've seen the movie, but I was a long time. I have ago. it. If you want to watch it, I'm not but, sure if I do. Yeah. Okay, so, it's my next one is Saw. Yeah. So same same thing. You have very little control. What control you do have, you might have to, like, stab the person next to you mm-hmm. to survive and dig out a key out of their body or something. See, I'd have no problem with that kind of stuff. It's the key that's buried behind my own eyeball or something like that. Oh, you had no that, problem digging into some guy's body? Oh, I, okay, that sounds really fucked up. I would say... You'd have some problem. I Yeah, I would say if... It's different than, you know, it's different digging a key out of someone's stomach like Amanda had to do. And or still alive. Or a key put behind your own eyeball. Yeah. I mean, dude, I can't even put eye drops in my fucking eyes, let alone dig my eyeball yeah. out to get a fucking key, you know? Yeah, you got a weird thing with your eyes. I don't know where to get it at either. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it. So that's a good one. Saw's a good one. It's, right. a, it's a little bit of a different direction I was going, but yeah, I mean, well, put, wait, put you have that, no choice. He could kidnap both you know? of us tonight, you know. Yeah. Who Ooh. knows? He Man. might. You're looking over my shoulder Please as I'm taking don't. a leak. Please don't. All right. Um. Okay, number three for me is the happening, and the reason I chose this is because yes, it is M Night Shyamalan, and some people didn't like the movie and thought it was freaky, but. The scariest thing about this is not knowing what, why, how, or who is going to die. Just random people dying. You have no control over it. That whole thought is fucking terrifying. You know, right? We're on the same level. Yeah. There's no control. You can't. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you do. You could die. You might not die. Yep. I mean, you you've got your friend, and you, you're next thing you know, he like fucking jumps out and, or like in the movie, lays down in front of a 
fucking lawnmower. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that would be scary because you don't know what causes it or if you're next. You know, I mean, yeah. You have no control. Right. No control. Uh, the next one is Hostel. Ooh. A French film from French. No, it's not. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, pretty sure that's... Uh, what's his uh, name? Eli Roth. Bear Jew. Eli Roth. Jew yeah. Bear. Yeah, that would be the worst because I'm a pretty American, so if I went overseas, I'd be prime real estate, or prime target for them to torture, you know? I know I'm not that pretty, but I'm pretty pretty, you know? Pretty enough to be single? And then you just, they keep you alive just to torture you. Yeah, yeah pretty enough to be single. <laughs> Fuck you, alright? I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying. Oh, your grinder game has been slipping there, buddy. <laughs> yes, I have. Oh, yeah. All right, get on the good Hostel's a good one, yeah. Uh, number two for me is World War Z. You knew you knew I was going to throw a fucking zombie one in. I thought you loved zombies. You absolutely knew it. Situation, man. But it was, I mean... I can see you don't want your little kids to turn into zombies right. and stuff. Yeah. But the the reason there's a ton of different zombie movies and type movies that I could have uh, um, put in. The reason I chose this one and I'll say it was right up there with Dawn of the Dead 2004 is because these fucking zombies run. So there's a big difference. That's if hard you're to trying say to about sur- severed. Yeah. If you're trying to survive. Yeah. Fucking George Romero zombies, piece of cake, man. I'll, I'll fucking right. Just run for drinking. like. I, I wouldn't even a spill my hour. beer. I could do a whole Second movie man. and wouldn't even spill my beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, when you get into World War Z and um, you know even like Twenty Eight Days Later and all these ones, it's like man, that's a whole new fucking ball game, man. You better be in as good a shape as a fucking one of those soccer players. So that's uh, that. That would be pretty terrifying. Especially in the beginning, just not knowing what's going on, and Ooh. so that's it. That's my number two. All right, what do my, you got? For the last one is House of a Thousand Corpses. Have you seen it? It's a, I own it. It's an old flick by uh, Roberto R. Z. Zombie, I think his name is. Which, by the way, we should go see that movie. It's coming out. Three from Hell. Yeah, fucking a right. It's coming out this week. No, next week. Uh, For only yeah. three days is in theaters. Really? Only three days? Yeah. No. Yeah, like the 15th to the 17th. Oh, then it's coming back out. They're doing, um, yeah, they're doing like a, like a special, yeah, isn't it coming out early or something? Maybe, if I don't know. Yeah, they're, I'll I keep seeing ads for it, for yeah. it. But I love going to crazy weird little towns where everyone's scared to go to the bar and like yeah I want to go check out this bar mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that shit but it's just what happens I could be fucking you, know, you gotta be careful who you run into yes and you might be, be underground with Dr. Death torturing fucking Dwight mm-hmm. from the office I don't know <laughs> I forgot about that oh that's great mine aren't ranked though yours are ranked mine yep are. And my number one, and it's kind of a cheat, but the reason I chose it is because 
It's scary on two fronts, and that's the Terminator franchise. Oh, okay. So, oh, I like I like this one. Yep. So the first part of it is if you're the one that is being hunted by the Terminator, fucking good luck is all I have to say. Or T1000 or whatever. T2000. Yeah, whatever. T8000 or whatever's coming out now. So, I mean, that would just be terrifying alone. You know, and this would be talking about maybe the first movie. Um, Hunted by an unstoppable machine. On the second front, what makes it even more terrifying, in my opinion, is the outcome because the only reason you have quote unquote these movies is because humanity is like done like you know in the future the robots have wiped all but like you know a couple patches of humans out and the only hope for survival is sending stuff back in time so being part of that group that's like oh I'm 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 dead everyone I know is dead my kids wife family like you're done like there's there's no future because it's being wiped out by the machines so that makes it even more scary and whether you're part of the mission or not or whatever so it'd suck ah it's it it could be close too it was because robots don't have a conscience you know that it's about efficiency there's this whole thing called a paperclip issue where they create an ai artificial intelligence that is designed to just make paper clips once it runs out of material then it'll just start going through humans and because it doesn't know good or bad you mean going what when it uh, stops making paper clips it's gonna well like it's making paper clips right then it runs out of metal so then it just like okay so humans are taking all the metal so it has to it's only made to be efficient, so it starts killing humans just so it can have more metal to make more paper clips. Oh, like a theory or something? Yeah, yeah, it's some smart guy's theory. I don't know. I can't explain it properly, right. but... Gotcha. So we'll quickly run through these again here. Number five for me was The Descent. Number four, Doom. Number three, The Happening. Number two, World War Z. Number one, The Terminator franchise. I have It Follows... The Exorcist slash Paranormal Activity, Saw, Hostel, and House of a Thousand Corpses. Excelente, El Presidente. Let's wrap up discussion. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. And we will now move into our first feature review. The, the girls have heard this before, but... Fourteen years ago, I had an operation on my arm here. Doctors said I wouldn't be able to use it. Well, what the hell do they know, I said. And, and I rubbed it for a half hour every day. And then I got so I, I could move it a little. And then and I, and I got so I could turn a faucet. And, and pretty soon I had my arm back again. Now I can't feel a damn thing in it. All numb. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen. But and most importantly, ladies. And ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, ladies. We're back. We are back so, live here. The beer that we are enjoying tonight is by Single Spree Speed Brewing. And it's a uh, the Jet Setter. It's a double dry hopped New England IPA. Um, got a six pack of it. And it's 5.8% alcohol. So let's hear a little bit about uh, Single Speed Brewing. They are out of Waterloo, Iowa, so local beer for us. Here's what they say about their um, uh, IPA. As we have continued to grow as a brewery, so has the breadth of our search for inspiration. Effort 006 within our Nimble series not only takes you on a trip to the clouds, it was essentially born up there. In a matter of days last fall, we paid visit to Seattle, Washington, the Yakima Valley, Denver, Colorado, and Germany in all efforts to bring the best liquid experience back to Iowa. In the process of chasing greatness, our humble brew team has become quite the crew of jet setters. We hope you enjoy the fruits of their travels. And that's what we have. So let's uh, crack into this. Bush. All right, let's give her a little sip. That's got a, uh, whew, that's a hell of an aftertaste there, Mr. Drunk Dares. Dude, I like it a lot. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if mine's skunky or what. It's very it's, uh, citrusy, like a or- orangey, Is that, if that's the right word. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I like it. It Other tastes than, good to me. I think you can compare it to like a, a blue moon, but with a little more citrus. Taste. Well, I think the problem is, is I just got done drinking a Sam 76 so maybe I gotta get that off my tongue before I can uh, it doesn't taste like a regular beer it's just like the fruity is in there well it's double dry hopped it's a super it's it's I mean I like hoppy beer I like IPAs but yeah this is this is kicking you in the this is I don't know if you've seen American History Act but this is curb stomping your face into fucking hoppiness so. Okay, you would but, bring that up. Yeah, bud. So let's get into Racist. our first feature review. If you want to uh, introduce this. Okay, our first feature review is Eraserhead by David Lynch. And I first thought this movie was called Eraserhead because the dude's head kind of looks like an eraser but I don't know it could be it I mean there's you know we're, we're jumping the gun a little bit on that but yeah there's some thoughts onto that so this is a 1977 movie uh, not rated 89 minutes what do you think this got on the B I think it's probably ranked higher than it should be so I'll give it a 7 7.4 on the B and what about Rotten Tomatoes same thing I'll give it an 80 90. Yeah. So. Because it's a very artsy film. Film. Fine. Yeah. Movie. Movie. God, you take a drink. God damn it. But, so it's directed by David Lynch. And he, in my opinion, is one of those guys where his name is a lot more known than the work he's been in. If that makes sense. He's, Twin Peaks, which I've never seen. Yes. But people love Twin Peaks. Yes. So I... He, 
I mean, as soon as I saw David Lynch, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. And I'm thinking, I'm like, God, where do I know him from? It's just one of those names. You know his name. Uh, but he did direct this and he wrote it. This is also his first uh, feature uh, first feature film. I think it was like movie. A, a, move, a movie he shot in like college or something. Some kind of college art film. Uh, kind of. Not really, but kind I don't of. Know. So, you, you go on, you know. Yep. Yeah, so, so it was his first feature movie. He did a bunch of shorts before this. But I guess what he is known for would be like Mulholland Drive, Dune. But as you said, most importantly, the Twin Peaks. Like he is like the creator of uh, Twin Peaks. So... Um, before we get into the trivia stuff, I mean, we'll, the the stars of this is Jack Nance. Um, he's he, he's got some decent horror cred. He was in Ghoulies, which is one of my childhood faves. Uh, Dune, The Blob, which is a classic, The Blob remake, I should say, um, and then Twin Peaks. Uh, he's been in that, but with this movie, I mean, he really is one of the only the only other person I wrote down was Charlotte Stewart. And she is basically outside of Twin Peaks. Tremors is the only other movie that she'd be recognized in. So this whole movie's black and white too. Yes, yep, it is black and white. And for it's like artistic reasons. Yeah, yeah. it's. Oh, I doubt it's artistic reasons. Probably because it was a fucking. I couldn't find anything on the budget. Probably because he cleaned out his couch cushions for this one. Yeah, but it's not because of what year it was filmed. Like yeah. they could have done color. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there there really isn't a lot of actors actresses in here. But um, I mean, like I said, it was a first one of his, it's his first feature movie, so he's probably not going to snag a bunch of talent out of it. So, uh, anything you want to add before we get into trivia? Uh, just it's going to be a really hard movie to describe because it's. A lot of it is based off imagery. Yep. And I have no fucking idea what's going on. Or what I'm looking at. Yeah, and <laughs> like I'm sure it's supposed to mean something, but I'm not even going to try to interpret it. I tried, but we'll see how well that goes. So. All right. But anyways, as far as a couple of cool facts or some trivia I found, so uh, uh, apparently Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick made The Shining Cast watch this movie to quote-unquote get them in the mood for filming a horror movie. So, it's weird, and it's just weird. It's a weird movie. So I did all the trivia before I saw it, and and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." But then afterwards, I'm thinking, like, what was he? Where was he trying to go with that? I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Right. So uh, Jack Nance, who is Spencer, um, Henry Spencer. Yep. Yeah, Henry Spencer. He wrote him as Henry in my notes. I wrote him as Spencer, but yeah. So he's Henry Spencer. Um, so Jack Nance was is an interview. Uh, what was it? It was an interview in some magazine. Um, someone was trying to figure out what eraser head head was, and his quote was, uh, <laughs> "He said it's a movie." So he he appar- he he just said it's a movie, and people think too hard or get too deep into it, which. Either tells me a uh, he's being facetious and doesn't want to say what it is, or b he doesn't know but doesn't want to let on that he doesn't know because I, you can't have with a scene in the movie with the pencils with his hair in the movie uh, eraser head. There's yeah, something there. He is eraser head. If, yes. if you look up eraser head, it's his face on yeah. like, the cover. Yeah. So, 
Um, next up, what do we have here? So David Lynch refuses to talk about the film. Apparently, it's to purposely leave it up to interpretation. So, you know, like like Mr. Degenerate Darius said, there is a lot up for interpretation as far as metaphors and symbolism. And I tried to tackle a little bit of it as far as what I thought. Um, and I'm glad. So I watched this movie yesterday or the day before, just during the day. And I'm glad I did because it really... I mean, it's, it's one of those where if I would have watched it before I went to bed, I would have been too tired to try to figure shit out. So my, my brain was kicking on all cylinders yeah. at this time. So. I, honestly, I think it's a movie that is weird for the sake of being weird. I don't think there's any reason behind any of it. So that's why everyone's like, oh, what does this mean? What does this mean? I'm like, I don't think it means anything. Well, I read a couple things, and I put a couple things together, so I think I've got a pretty decent idea okay so well, well, i'm yeah. interested so see um it took a total of five years to film this movie off and on uh mostly because of budget issues but you know he, he ran out of money and was trying to get backers uh and people to invest in it and I, I i think i mean i read some stuff that said uh jack nance's mom was picked up an extra job to help fund it which i don't know much about that but so they did run into which is you know, par for the course when you have someone that's a budding director. I mean, right. he, he did a few shorts before this and that's it. So it took a total of five years um, and it cost even more in the long run because it had to rebuild a bunch of sets and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. So back to what we previously talked about, this movie is very light in dialogue. There's only 22 pages of script. Which makes it hard for me to describe. Right, because we're trying to visually, or vi- we're, we're trying to phonetically explain. Do you like that, that was word? That's a good word. Yeah. yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. Someone went to college. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what we saw. So it, it's kind of tough to put it into words, but we'll do what we can. But yeah, 22 pages long, and I didn't even think they must use a really big fucking font or something like that because it felt like it could even be less than that. So. Um, so since it did take five years to film, they went through two cinematographers, which not for reasons you'd expect. Um, the first cinematographer that died was only 35 years old. Okay. What's a cinematographer? Like cameraman? Yep. Yep. So there, I, I think the cinematographer's job is to like set up shots and, and angles and that okay. kind of stuff. But the first one died in his sleep at 35 years old, which scary because I was like watching this and I had a hockey game that night and I'm like oh and god you to sleep. but you woke up dude you're, so, you're good yep, you're still good. kicking unless this is like some kind of weird shutter island fucking dream yeah, I got know, on or maybe or, you're or, mentally challenged and no one ever told you <laughs> I don't worry I wouldn't tell you if I knew anyone <laughs> that's all I have for trivia uh, you okay guys... I got one more uh, so it was hard to get this into a film fest- festival. Eventually, they got it into one, and it was the last showing at some film festival. I did read this, yeah. Barely anyone went to it, but at the end of it, it was dead silence after the movie ended, and then it was a applause. Everyone stood up and applause. And that 
that movie that they first showed was like 89 minutes long and the one that we saw so I don't know what they cut out but people liked it enough that they yeah. stood up and applauded it but it's very very artsy yeah it it's 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 almost I guess what you'd call pretentious but then again it's it's hard to tell it because I mean it was his first first feature so you, you don't know if there's a lot you know, you don't know if it was pretentious or if he just was inexperienced. I think it's pretentious as fuck. I mean, maybe he had a vision he was trying to put across, which that's kind of where I'm leaning. But I'm not saying it's bad, but I think it's so pretentious. No. Okay. So let's uh, let's get into it. All right. So, what would you call the little like sperm things? I call them like little sperm aliens. Yep. Yep. So there's like these little. So it looks like, ah, fuck. So it looks like it's... It reminded me of the little mini aliens and aliens. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Alien. Like, yep. it has a head with, like, a little slimy... Spermy tail. Yes, exactly. Just called a spermy tail. So the movie starts out, there's a guy looking out a window, whatever. He's pulling levers. I don't know what well, it means. Yeah, I mean, well, before that, like, when it opens, opens, it's... It's just, it's just the guy's face. He's, it's weird, like, I don't even know. I mean, it's it starts off, it's very moody and atmospheric. There's some tracking shots, but it's 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 Spencer, like, sideways. and I mean, it's His very head trippy. Is sideways. Yeah, like, very trippy. And there's, like, the moon behind yep. him. I don't know if it's the moon or not. Yeah, yep. but then, yeah, so then you get into the Mr. Drunk Darius talking about the... I call them sperm aliens. I don't yeah. know. But the lever guy. And then there's some lever guy. He starts pulling levers. And he's kind of laughing, I think. And there's no background music on this. Did you realize that? Yeah, it's very... Um, there's, there's, there, there's like a like a, like a a low... It's almost like a, like a wind blowing. It's like a buzzing wind. Right. There's no music. It's just sounds yep. in the background. But it works. It works in a lot of scenes but this fucking weird this whole movie's weird alright so we'll start so we got our main guy Henry and he's kind of walking through an industrial like it's industrial. everything's broke down it looks like Detroit today but yeah. in black and white the same thing. Yeah. he's walking down train tracks he gets to his house and Gets to his broke down apartment. Like for the first like five minutes, no one's talking. So I even texted Boss to him. Like, it's nine and a half this? minutes. <laughs> oh, ten minutes. Nine and a half minutes. I was like, dude, have you word. seen this? Like, I, for a second, I thought no one was gonna talk. But he gets there, and lady across the hall at his apartment says, "Hey, are you Henry?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm Henry." Which I feel like he would have known her by then. But right. And she's like, Mary called. She wants to go to dinner with her and her family. He's like, oh, okay. So then he goes and sits on his bed and stares at his radiator for a while. Yep. And this part right here, so this whole movie, if you guys are Tool fans um, and you've seen their videos, this whole movie is like a very long Tool video, which... I, I didn't even put two and two together. Like when I first was writing these notes down, that's what I wrote down. I, I, I said it, you know, it's like a bad trip or or like a tool video. But 
going back and doing a little bit more research, David Lynch um, is a huge um, Maynard fan. Uh, no, well, probably, but uh, the one I'm thinking of is, oh, goodness, why can't I think? Nine Inch Nails, uh, Trent Reznor. So he's directed a, a bunch of Trent Reznor stuff, and there's a lot of you know Trent Reznor stuff in his movies. So. Okay. But that, that's kind of, so I thought that was kind of cool. So Henry walks back to his dilapidated Detroit-like urban area to go to Mary's house, and it's all black and white. And this whole time we're hearing like weird background noises, like I don't know a train or like wind blowing through pipes the whole time. But it's not music, but it, it sounds ominous the whole it time. It does, yeah. So he gets to Mary's house, and Mary's like, he's like, where you been, Mary? I haven't seen you forever. And she's like, come inside. Come this in. is the first part of dialogue that you get. Well, since he talked well, I mean, to like his neighbor. I mean, like real dialogue. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. He's get, he gets one, but, you know, then he's sitting in his apartment, you know, and... Well, he's sitting in his apartment looking at the radio. Yeah, and the radio, I mean... Play. Yeah, there's it's really fucking weird. Like there's so much going on in this movie, but there's like like hay and fur and I mean like he opens up a, uh, a dresser drawer and there's a bottle or there's a, a bowl of water in there and I mean there's so much shit you don't know if it's he's imagining it or if it's happening. I don't think he's imagining it. I think I he's just, imagining all of it. You think so? Well, all right, we'll keep, we'll see, yeah. but. So, anyways, he goes to Mary's house, and Mary's like, "Come in!" And he goes sits in the living room with Mary and her mom. I don't know what the fuck the mom says. Oh, they're cooking chicken. The dad comes in, is like, "Oh, it's chicken," but they're weird chickens. They're smaller than normal, which is weird as fuck. They're like Cornish game hands, but even smaller. Yeah. So Henry's just like. There's a lot of weird shit that happens in this movie that most of the people just, like, brush off. Like, it's not, I, I, nothing's happening. A lot like, of it, I feel like, I mean, typically, if this were any other movie, everything that the camera focused on or that they showed would come up later on. And a lot of it doesn't. So that's where I'm like, that must be a metaphor for something. Or, right, like the dad talking about insulting pipes. Like, oh, I sold all these pipes. No yeah. one even knows. It's like, that never comes up. But anyways, something weird about the chicken. So they go have dinner with Mary's family. It's her, her dad, her mom, and her grandma, who's, like, kind of out of it. Yeah, so, and there's, the characters are extremely weird, all of them. You know, and we'll touch on that in a minute here, but the only quote unquote normal character would be Spencer. Henry. Spencer, Henry Spencer. Yeah, Every manga. other character in this, there was something wrong with them. Like, And none of them acknowledge the weird shit that's going on. Right. So they go to dinner, and Mary's dad has some story about why his arm doesn't work. He had a surgery on it, I wasn't supposed to use it. Look at this. I started rubbing it and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. yeah. It's weird as fuck. And it's like, Henry, could you cut the chicken? And Henry's like, yeah, I guess. Henry Spencer. So he starts cutting it and 
it starts bleeding from its cavity. So all this, I, I feel like this is a metaphor for like menstruation. Right. Like menstruation. That's why I say cavity. I was gonna say bubble. Yeah. It's probably chicken's vagina. Pretty. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like real close up, bubbling mm-hmm. blood is coming out of this chicken, and it's lit. It's a dead chicken, and its legs are twitching while he's cutting it. And Henry's mom's like, oh, oh, oh. It's yeah, like, just a random, like, she starts, like, like almost, you know, orgasming. Sees, I mean, we're talking what I about thought. I thought it was pleasure at first, but then she, like, it's like horror eventually. She's like, you know, it's kind of funny mm-hmm. because I don't know if it's because we're looking for similarities, but these two movies have a lot of similarities. Dude, dude this is the most fucked up episode you guys are going to hear. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> um, much. <laughs> we had a close-up of the chicken, dead chicken, pulsating with its legs and bubbling yep. blood out of its... Yeah, I, I mean... Dead it, chicken it vagina. Very, there was... I mean, you could easily take that as sexual innuendos for sure. Okay, which it leads on to what's coming up next. Okay, so Mary runs out and her mom runs out and her dad's like, So, what do you know, Henry? Like, he's just, like... And he's always got this happened. goofy fucking smile on his face. That yeah, he he's weird. He talks really uh, accentuately. I can't use words. Accentuating the words and syllables? He's just a weird dude. He's eccentric. Anyways. So, then finally Mary's mom comes back and it's like, Henry, can we talk over here? It's like, yeah, okay. So, Henry and the mom go talk. It's like, uh... Did you and Mary have intercourse? Like, I don't feel comfortable with you asking me this. Blah, blah, blah. He, he fesses up. And she, like, sticks her face, like, she's on necking, his neck. She's him. Like, she's, she's almost him a kissing him. Like, I don't she know. She totally was. But there's no reason for it. There's ex- no reason for it in the plot. This is one of the weird parts of the movie. Yeah. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And then he's like, Mary, Mary. And then Mary comes in and eventually he finds out he got Mary pregnant and there's a baby at the hospital. And, and Flash uh, forward. Mary's mom is like, there's a baby. You got to take care of it. And Mary's like, get married. Mary's like, we don't even know if it's a baby yet. And Mary's mom's like, well, it's just premature. It's a baby. You're taking care of it because <laughs> it looks fucking weird, apparently. Which it does. So they agree. He agrees to take care of the baby. Mary moves in with him. And then we get a shot of... They're, they're married apparently now. Yeah. Yep. We don't see that. But yeah, flash, it flashes forward. I don't know, like a week or... It doesn't say, but... We get a shot of Mary living in his apartment with him. And she's feeding the quote-unquote baby. And it looks like E.T. It literally looks like a cow fetus. I think it looks like E.T., but, like, slimier. Yep. Like, it has no forehead, no nose. Like, the forehead... The forehead to the nose... It's a fucking alien. ...is one thing, yeah. It's an alien. And so she moves in with him, and... I don't know how long she's been... We don't know the timeline, but one night... It's got to be short, because that thing, quote-unquote baby, is, is still really... Tiny. And and it's wrapped up, so we only Swaddled, see it. Yeah. We only see its head the whole time. And it's crying, it's crying, and Mary's like, "I can't take it anymore. I'm, 
I'm going home. You take care of the baby. He's like, okay, whatever. When you come back. Well, and he's like, well, you just stay home because he, he's upset. Right. We've got to talk about his bedroom. Their, their apartment is literally one room. Right. It's a tiny little room. It's it's like, I would say. I mean, maybe there's a bathroom or something. 10, but 10 by 15 or something. All, all, all we see is just the bedroom, yep. the radiator, and the baby. And it's super weird. Like, he's he's got, uh, there's literally a mound of dirt and a tree growing out of it on his Nightstand, which this is, it's it's not even, it doesn't have any leaves or anything. Yeah, it's, it's a weird ass tree. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's sticks weird. coming out of a rock. So Mary leaves and he's taking care of the baby and he checks his temperature. Did you see the temperature? I swear it said 81 degrees. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was low. And then he's like, Oh, you're sick. Oh, and then the baby. "Quote unquote baby looks fine, at least as fine as an alien baby could look." And then he starts crying. And he turns around and it's covered in like sores. He's like, "Oh, you're sick." Oh yeah. So wasn't just covered in sores. I mean, it's like it looked like the teeth were like crumbling and rotting out of its mouth. Right, and, and like he's just like, "Oh, you're sick." Like, I will he's, say, a, yeah. he's not like I need to take you to the hospital. He's like, oh, you're sick. I will say, so for, for this movie being as low budget and everything it is, it did a really good job with the baby and making it seem just gross, like fucking gross. It was it looked disgusting. It was slimy, had these sores on its face, but then in its mouth it was like, I mean, it looked like it had teeth, but the teeth were like crumbling and falling away. It was fucking it was pretty nasty. The baby swallowed up the whole time. They never change a diaper. There's never a diaper to change, I guess. I mean, part of me is like, this whole movie takes place in, like, a week or two. Yeah. So, so Henry just puts a humidifier by it. Like, hey, hey, you're fine. You don't need to go to the hospital or anything. And then he stares at the radiator again, and inside the radiator, he imagines, like, there's a stage inside there, and there's this lady in a white dress. I think she... I don't know if she's supposed to look like Marilyn Monroe, but yeah, does. She had, like, like chipmunk-style cheeks, so there's, like, gross or, like, elephantitis something or another on her cheeks. So she was all completely normal except her cheeks. Right. And... And, Yeah, God, it was fucking weird. It's just weird. weird. There's no way to explain this movie. Uh... Mary comes back and she is hogging the bed while Henry's trying to sleep. Typical and, woman, am I right, boys? Okay. <laughs> and he keeps finding sperm loogies, is what I call them. They're like a loogie and a sperm. And he's so just like bed. ripping them out of bed and throwing them at the wall. Yeah, they were like splat. God, it's so fucking weird. I I am just sitting here thinking like if no one's watched this movie, they're like, what the fuck oh, no, this are you before. guys talking about? Yes, you can't even you can't explain it. You can't no. explain it without watching it. But this is before actually when you see the dancing lady on the stage inside the radiator and she's crushing these things and like yeah, she's like trying to do like a little bit of like a little dance. And she's just and stepping on him, crushing him, like, jizz. That's what it is. It's jizz. <laughs> comes out when she crushes him. Like, sperm comes out of the sperm. It's fucked. It's all fucked. Uh, 
And then, yeah, he's in Beth Mary. He's finding these things, throwing them at the wall. Same thing. Yeah, like, well, so the wife is asleep, but he keeps pulling these, like, foot-long, like, sperm snakes out. Sperm loogies. Yeah. That's what we're calling them. He's throwing them at the wall, whatever. Next day, he wakes up, and Mary's gone. Someone's knocking on the door, and it's the very attractive lady from across the mm-hmm. hall and she's like oh uh I got locked out of my house can I stay with you and he's like fuck yeah you can <laughs> so they do the sex with the in a hot tub with the alien like. baby there it was weird because his bed all of a sudden transformed into like a hot tub right or you know what it looked like to me it was a like a witch's cauldron. Who knows? All you see is like little, like like you know the fog little, or whatever yeah. on top of it. Yeah. Who knows what's going on? This, this whole movie, I don't know if we're supposed to believe this is actually happening or this is what he thinks is happening. But they do, they do the duty. Supposedly. The Who knows? Yeah. He wakes up. She's gone. Uh, Mary's gone. And then... Let's he, talk about that weird... So when the baby was... <laughs> when the baby was sick... I mean, this is like a newborn baby and it looks just... Looks like it's got chicken pox and a bunch of fucking shit in its mouth. And he puts this, like, weird humidifier thing over its... <laughs> over its face. And he's like, oh, you'll be good to go. Let, let me right. just blow some humi- humidifier shit. Yeah. At you. I mean, yeah, it's the 70s. You never know. No. Exactly. It, it, in real life, you would have took it to the hospital. Right. All right. So this is where the weird shit starts happening. I have a long list of notes, so bear with me here. This is where the weird shit happens. Not oh, this is where it starts before. happening? Okay. Well, this is right <laughs> up to the end of the movie. Uh so he's back in the radiator and he sees the little stage inside the, inside the radiator. There's a little Marilyn Monroe looking lady and she's singing, uh, in heaven, everything is fine. In heaven, everything is fine. And she keeps singing that over and over again. And then, oh my God, this, it gets weird. Okay. So all of a sudden, Henry is standing in front of her. Bright lights are kind of flashing on and off again. He disappears. He reappears. She disappears. Reappears. He disappears. Reappears. On and on. That kind of shit's happening. We have no fucking idea what's going on. Uh, We see a weird guy's face. Sperm loogies are everywhere. A rock on wheels gets rolled onto the stage with the 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 plant the tree that's next to his bed. Yep, the nightstand tree thing. This is all happening on the stage inside the radiator. Uh, Henry's head just I can't do it. Pops off. Yep, there you go. Pops off. And that was not post-edit. You're welcome. I can't do it. Damn it. Uh, the rock starts to bleed all over Henry's head on the stage. 
And then his head falls through the blood onto the street. And some little kid runs by, picks it up, <laughs> runs it to some place. No, he runs it to his apartment building. Is that it? I yeah. Don't know. So it falls off and out and somehow ends up on the street. And this little kid picks it up and runs it to his apartment building where... Wait. Go ahead. Back on the stage, the little, the alien baby's head starts growing out of his body. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then, yes, now, on to, he runs it to the apartment building. You, the little kid runs ahead to the apartment building. Yeah, and there's two people. So one person is... Um, like the doorman or something. Something. And he's like hitting the buzzer like, Hey boss, come down. Mm-hmm. Finally a guy comes out like, Paul, what the fuck, what? And he's like, oh, okay. And they take the head into this other room where there's this other guy there with some machine they put the fucking head in the machine and pencils start coming out no so they take like a core sample of the head so like they take a little bit of the brain out this is what it looked like to me it looked like they took a core sample you're right stuck the core sample into a machine and the machine started making fucking pencils yeah yeah and when his head hits the ground, the top of his head falls off. So it's like, oh, that's where the eraser head comes from. But once we get to this part where they start taking core samples of his brain, run it through a machine, and pencils are coming out. And the one guy, like, uses the eraser on the pencil. It's like, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. He, like, does one line, <laughs> erases a little part of it, and is like, thumbs up. Right, right. Yeah, they, like, they use his head as an eraser, basically. Eraser head. That's where the whole movie comes from. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Nothing makes sense in this movie. Maybe it does. You can break it down after this. No, you keep going. I'll wait till you're done. And then, okay, so Henry wakes up, and oh my god, he's still alive. Maybe it was all a dream. I don't know. Uh, he he goes to the w- woman next door and she's with some creepy dude. Some old fucking... Yeah, and he's like all butthurt that she's with that guy. Even though he's married with the alien kid. Is he still have the alien kid and married at this point? Yes, because okay. the alien kid is laughing at him at oh, this point. Yeah, okay. The alien kid's like... <laughs> Did you hear that? can't do it no, but the can't. alien kid's laughing at him at this point so we we kind of think the alien kid's maybe like a demon or something I don't know that's what I thought are you is uh, are you done or should I no it's nope. alright okay sorry uh the kid's laughing at him he sees the lady wraps up in the oh so he unwraps the alien kicks all we've seen so far is just the kid's head Oh yes, I almost okay. Almost so he unwraps like the. Well, he the doesn't swath. unwrap. It starts like splitting. No, he opens it up, and it's just like organs. I don't know. I don't it know starts if it's splitting so... at this point, kind of. It's like he, a cocoon. He, he like stabs it with scissors, and it, like bleeds, coughs blood out of his mouth, and it like foams over like with some weird foam. It looks like shit. Like. 
diarrhea, honestly. The foam does. It foams over everything. Uh, And then we see, like, a giant baby head floating from side to side, and the lights are twitching, so it's like a strobe light with just a giant baby head here, giant baby head here, giant baby head here, giant baby head here. (laughs) And it did that. And then that ends. We go back to the guy at the window, and he's turning the levers back. And then it goes all white, and it's all white, and Henry hugs the Marilyn Monroe singer and fucking in movie. Yeah. No fucking context. No idea what the fuck this movie is. If you're sitting there thinking, like, what the fuck did I listen to these two yahoos talk about? We're, we're, We're sitting here thinking, what the fuck did I just watch? I made it better than... (laughs) (laughs) I didn't make it better. I'm just saying, like... Yeah. Fuck. There's no way to explain this movie. There's no way. And and there's a lot of... Like, I... Just like we talked about in our Void episode, and I think we discussed it before, too, is, like, I can appreciate an ambiguous movie, uh, whether it's just ambiguous in general or there's an ambiguous ending or whatever. I can appreciate it because it gets you thinking... This one, to be honest, like, I just didn't really care. Like, I didn't want to spend the time and energy because obviously when you watch a movie first time through, you're not going to pick up on everything. I mean, Midsummer, uh, Ari Aster's movies in general are perfect examples, whether it's Midsummer or Hereditary. You're just not going to pick up on everything. And then you go through and you you want to, you know, rewatch, see what you missed. This movie, I just don't care. I don't want to rewatch it. I don't want to know what I missed. I don't know that there is anything you can miss. I think there's only those scenes where you know what's coming and they're the ones that you were scratching your head the first time you're watching it. So maybe the second time you're trying to I mean, you're you're fishing at this point, man. I mean, you you've you've got a fucking plain hook in the water uh, and you're trying to catch something and you ain't going to catch anything cuz you ain't got no fucking bait on it. So I guess I'll read or just kind of discuss some of the notes and theories. So, I mean, this is something where I'll probably, you know, there are people that that you can go and read reviews and YouTube and podcasts of people that, you know, spend way too much time into, like, trying to piece this stuff together. And I might do a little bit more research afterwards just to find out. But, again, this is a movie, so... It's everything you hear is going to be a theory. There's no right or wrong answer. It's not like the director is giving you hints or even pushing you in the right direction. It's all going to be straight theory. Excuse me. So there's no right or wrong theory. But when I was doing some research on this, uh, what I found out in real life, David Lynch had a daughter and she was born with severe clubfoot. It took multiple, multiple surgeries for her to, uh, you know, remedy that, you know. So, I mean, he was a dad uh, uh, that had a kid and went through traumatizing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So part of me thinks that when it comes to this movie, I think that it was his way of um, expressing what he went through with that. So I think it was his way of expressing like the horrors of fatherhood and yeah. I mean, does that make make sense at all? Yeah, like 
I know everyone's like, when you get a newborn baby, like, oh, it's so cute. Let's face it. Newborn babies are not fucking cute. They look like little aliens, <laughs> especially <laughs> premature kids. I'm not saying that's a bad thing against those kids, but I can see that. I, I feel like this is definitely something to play on being a parent. Yeah, so, I mean, but there's so much with this movie. I mean, it was shot in black and white for, I'm going to guess, for just effect. Um, But, you know, there's something to be said with the um, location, I guess, with, like you said, it's a very industrial, like, broken down, like, maybe, you know, post-France, World War II, uh, everything kind of destroyed. Disheveled and right. whatever. It looks like Nebraska, basically. <laughs> Fuck Cornhuskers. Fuck you, Nebraska. All right. uh, we, we've got like two fans out there, so. Go um, Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but there's, um, you, you know, there's weird stuff that I can't really put, like we talked about the bowl of water in his dresser. Like, the grass or hay growing all around the house. The mom, um, like, necking him. Well, that's... Okay, so that gets on to my next one. So, ultimately, I think this is just a possible uh, representation of his life and fear of fatherhood. Because having a kid, I'll tell you, changes everything. Like, you have one kid, and you're like, oh, hunky-dory, that's fine. But I remember when my first kid was, was being born, we're like, well, you got to come in. Um, you know, if you want, we can do this test. I forgot what it's called, but basically it's a test for Down syndrome. It's like, there's nothing we can do if they have it, but at least you'll know. And I remember that was like, to, to that point in my life, for one reason or another, maybe, I mean, you can call me selfish or what, but that was like the most terrifying part of my life going up and being like, wow, what if I have a kid that is special needs or has Down syndrome? Like everything yeah. you know. So I think that it could be a possible representation of just his fear uh, of, of fatherhood. Okay, so a little bit what we talked about before. There, there really isn't a lot of characters in this movie, but... It's like mostly it, just Henry. Right. I, mean, I should bit. say actors and actresses. I mean, there's not a lot of people in here. Right. So part of me is wondering how much of this is in his head, but they didn't even give you like a snippet to make you think that he was, you know, either in like a mental hospital or doing something like that. I think he just did weird shit to do weird shit. And then he wants us to try to interpret it, but it has no meaning, honestly. Right. Okay. So. Where I was going with that is Spencer appears to be the only quote-unquote normal person, both physically and mentally. So, for example, let's roll through the characters here. We have the dad, who at first seems really normal compared to when you meet, you know, his neighbor. uh, But more importantly, the wife, the grandma, and the daughter. So the dad seems normal, but then he's... Do you remember that scene when he was sitting at the table waiting for them to have that conversation done. And he had like the fakest, most awkward smile on his face. Yeah. Like he was smiling so strong. So he is not normal, but also you talked about the part with his arm. He talked about getting in an accident or something and not, you know, I, having... feel, like, I feel like the whole family knew that the baby was going to be fucked up. Like it was some like genetic thing, part of their family. Hmm. So yeah. that's why they were all freaking out about it. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think of that. But so we know the dad is fucked up because he's 
got an awkward outlook compared to everybody else. But well, also I think they all the, have the same outlook. He's the only one just trying to play it cool for him. Could be, side. could be, but he's got the physical deformity as well with his arm. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, yeah, whatever. So we move on to uh, the next one, who is the mom. So the mom is just very awkward, and she had a couple of what I've called fits. So one of them obviously is at the kitchen table when she just, in the middle of, if you, and they drag it on. It's, she's just like, uh, uh, uh. Yes. And it's it's like two minutes long. Okay, here's what God. this reminded me of. Anybody out there who, on the Facebook land, have you ever heard of Ed Bassmaster? Yeah, no, I have not. Okay, so if you ever. Is that the, if, checked it, would you look at that guy? Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the, the one where he does the Biggie Smalls in the drive-thru. I don't know. Or the psh. The psh guy. No, I don't. Well, anyways, don't there's this psh. one where, where he uh, is the in psh. a furniture store, so he acts as a furniture store salesman, yeah. and he's talking normal, and then he just stops and does one of these. Oh yeah, I have seen that guy. That guy's hilarious. Yeah, yeah that's what you that guys scene. didn't see what. Yeah, just, he just, just did. He just is, just freeze. Yeah, just so that's what this reminded me of because the mom just like did this minor freak out, and everyone's like, ah, yeah, whatever, it'll pass. So that has we, nothing to do with it. Yeah, so we, <laughs> well, that's what it reminded me of. If you guys know Ed Bassmaster and the skit, he, he's a comedian, but the skit where he's acting as a furniture salesman, <laughs> that's what... That, he has a few of them. They'll just go yeah. and talk to people like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, and they just, just freeze. For, yes, I So know. we'll carry on. The next <laughs> one is the grandma. So the grandma was, I felt, just thrown in there to make this movie even more weird fucked up because... There is a weird scene that we never really got into, but when the mom is making dinner, like she puts a salad bowl on the grandma's lap, and then she grabs grandma's hands and puts them around the the forks or whatever, and grandma tosses the salad, and then she throws a cigarette in grandma's mouth and lights it. Grandma has tossed you know, some salads before. Yeah, so you know, grandma can't move; she's comatose. But you better believe she's fucking ripping darts. Yeah. All you gotta do is light it for her. <laughs> So let's move on to the next character that we have that we haven't talked about, and that is the uh, girlfriend. Um, well, yeah, let's not talk. Well, we did talk about the mom giving the hickey, which was just fucking weird and made no sense. Okay, we one part to- I didn't miss was when Mary was leaving. She was like stood at the foot of the bed or on her knees and just oh, pushed it a few <laughs> yes. times. It's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Yep, that was and really it weird. was never mentioned. She's like, all right, bye. Like, she just shoved the bed a few times. Yeah, so it was a, there's a weird part when she was leaving for the first time because she got real upset and she, yeah. you know, yelled at the baby and wanted to go, but she got on her knees at the foot of the bed. It was almost like she was... I had no idea where they're going with this. Like I was like, is she trying to insinuate like humping? I don't know. The bed? She was just pushing the bed. But then she fucking pulls a suitcase out, and you're like, wow, that was weird. And no, see, that's what I'm saying. I think it's weird for no reason. Weird. Yeah. So she, her problems. If you think about it, she is not in the movie for a second where she isn't just overly emotional, like crying. I think she literally cries. Or is emotional the entire fucking? Well, she movie. did give birth to ET, so right. So she is she is naturally fucked. None up. of this movie makes sense. I'm not gonna try to make sense right. of it, but I'll let you try. But to all of these, all of these characters are just fucking fucked up and weird. And then the last one is the um, the neighbor, and she would 
supposedly be the most normal, but there is a very sexual side of her. From the the very first line in the entire movie, you can tell that there's she's trying to bang. Yeah, she's DTF. Yeah, yeah. but then she's with that weird, creepy old guy. Well, but you don't know what's going on with that, so you don't know if she banged him or if that was him. Like, she was definitely there to bang. Well, we don't know anything right. about any of this movie. No. So, but I mean, it's weird. Like this whole movie, like you're you're left with what the fuck is the point of it? I mean, outside of just. You know, I mean, you're you're really reaching here with any kind of theory because I don't think it gives you anything. But you know, if I find anything else out um, in the meantime, I'll report next week with you guys. But yeah, that was Eraserhead. It was fucking weird. It was weird, for sure. Do you want to add anything before we rate this bitch? No, it's gonna be hard to rate. I, yeah. No, uh, nothing to add. I've got mine written down, but I'm gonna make you go first. I'm going to give it a five just on the basis. I think it's it's an oddity. I think you should watch it. But it is boring for a lot of it. It's weird as fuck. Maybe if you, uh, if you eat mushrooms, which I, I do not. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> maybe take some psychedelics before watching this. It's I can't. I can't in good faith tell anybody to watch this because it is boring, but it is weird as fuck. And there's no reason for this movie to be made, but as a horror fan, I feel like it's one of those you need to watch. Okay, so I'm coming in a three. I, I don't I don't blame you for that. I at completely all. disagree with Drunk Darius and I will say whether you're a horror fan or not, I would say stay away because there literally is no point to this movie. Even if there was one I mean this I feel like this movie could have easily bumped up for me to a five or six if there was one like five second or ten second scene at the end that tied a couple things together. Yeah, there was a plot point to it yeah, at all. If, but- if if there would have just been one thing that tied it together, I would have been okay with that. And I would be like, okay, it's, you know, like as much of a cop out as it is to have him, you know, pull like some Jacob's ladder bullshit where you find out. Fuck Jacob's ladder. But you know what I'm saying though, with like the whole plot point. Right. Right. At least they tried to tie it together. Or Shutter Island or just something like that where you can tie it together. This is weird for the sake of being weird. Yeah. And, um, I don't blame you for that three at all. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a tough movie to watch. I do not recommend it. I honestly really don't know why. I mean, I'll read some reviews to find out, but I I, I didn't want to read any reviews or anything into this movie because I didn't want it to skew Excuse me, what my thoughts were. So, oh man, third time's a charm. I hate people that sneeze with like aggression. Like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, that make it so you can hear them like two blocks away. Anyway, but you're, you're pretty good at trying to hide yeah, a little bit. That's right, that's right. So, but you know, I mean, back to this movie, I really don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm sure there's people out there that like it and some of our listeners that like it, and I don't want to come off as an asshole. Dude, it's piss pretty boring, off, but, but it's just weird for the sake of being weird. That's all I can That's I, I feel like, you know, like I, 
I don't want to piss anyone off with this statement, but I feel like the only reason you like this is because you want to be that person Edgy. that likes this movie. Like, oh, I'm artsy. It's yeah. black and white. Oh, yeah. It's ambiguous. Yeah. You're not supposed to know you what it means. Like this. You don't understand it. The what you found it was black and white. It's pretentious as fuck. But, this movie but is. You know it was black and white, right? Right. Yeah. You, you, you didn't, didn't get it. it. You didn't get yeah. the sperm movies. How do you not but understand the sperm movies? Did you know it was black and white? Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And did you know that there wasn't a soundtrack? Oh, there's no or music in it. No. Did just no. use like train track noises. Yeah. I'm gonna like, give it a ten. Oh, I'm gonna man. give it a ten. How could you not like it? Okay. <laughs> that was so bad. Okay, no. All I right. gave it a three. Drunk Darius gave it a five. I Folks, gave it a five just because... This might be... <laughs> this maybe might, you want to see it, but it's yeah, boring as fuck. This might I be, do not recommend it at this all. This might be one of those movies where they're like, God, this sounds so weird and fucked up and bad that I'm going to watch it. So right. We might have just so sold boring. This. You don't waste you your time. just sold this movie, so... I want to I downgrade my rating now, but... Oh, all right. It's too late. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with... Uh, our second feature or no, shotgun reviews shotgun reviews shotgun reviews alright we'll be right back <laughs> 